Today is January 11th, and the Yankees have made a move. They have signed DJ LeMahieu to a two-year deal. Let's get into it. Let's talk Yanks. All right, what's up, everybody? It's an emergency episode. Emergency. Woo, 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 woo. I was walking my dog in the freezing cold, came home to my phone, blowed up, and now we're talking, Jake. How you doing? My name's John Boy. My co-host is Jake. These are the episodes that I love doing. This is the good part of the offseason. Everything else has been pretty shitty. How are you? Jim, the do- the first domino actually dropped. Like, we, we, we kind of assumed that CC was going to be back in a CC manner. We knew we were going to go out and get starting pitching somehow. And we, we didn't, I don't want to say we didn't care what it looks like, but we knew we were going to end up with either Hap, Corbin, Keichel, or a big trade for Kluber, um, Bumgarner, one of those guys. We knew we were going to get arms into town. I mean, that, that just is what it was. We had two starting pitchers to start the offseason. Now, this whole horse and pony show, the Dan Clark Express, Jimmy, I'm doing okay. <laughs> we're, I mean, I just don't know, Jimmy. We're in a month and a half. We're going to say that smoke and mirrors have just gone too far and we're living in a different world. And Twitter is one of the worst things to be involved in the offseason, in the baseball offseason. I, I don't, I have no idea what we're going to be saying in a couple weeks. But, and I, I, you know, people are looking for it. I'll say it off the riff. We're, we're out on Manny Machado. That's what this seems like, right? We are out on Manny Machado unless my one caveat is if there is a crazy Andujar trade out there. Yeah, if they have like all those moves already made up, then uh, yeah, that would be wild. I think we're out as well. I would say we're 95% out on Manny. Here's the thing. I don't know if I like this move yet, Jake. Like, this is so fresh. I was walking Zimmer. I took off all my layers. I'm wearing my yard goats hat because I didn't want to sweat in a a hat I like, even though that's crazy because I sweat in the Algeria hat all the time. I come home. I was just fighting the two dogs, Zimmer and my grandma's dog, Georgie. So I'm a little pent up because Georgie's the worst dog in the world, and I got to fight her. And then my phone's blown up. As soon as I, I walked in the kitchen, saw my phone from the steps from my front door to the kitchen, sat down in this chair, set up the Patreon, set up everything, and uh, here we are, and I don't know if I like it yet. I don't even know anything about it yet. What does this mean for Glaber? What does this mean for Tula? What does this mean for, like, the money-wise? Should we have got Jed Lowry instead? Is DJ LeMahieu good outside of Colorado, which is the most hitter-friendly park? People were begging for a contact hitter. Now we got him. You said that Toe could become DJ LeMayu. Now we've gotten rid of Toe, and we've gotten DJ LeMayu. There's so many streams, Jake. There's so many little finger yeah. lakes we can go down. I don't know what to talk about first. I'm, like, I'm just excited that there's something to talk about. So where yeah. do you want to start? Let me uh, – well, Jim, I'll, I'll walk you through some of the stats and the information. I, I'm starting to form opinions on it, and I'll, I'll let you to start yours. So – DJ LeMahieu has played at Coors Field, the best hitter park in baseball. We all know this. His numbers are drastically better at home than away. Jimmy, at home, over his career, he is a 330 hitter, 330 batting average, 387 OBP, 835 OPS. Really good. All-star level caliber when he's at Coors Field. Away from Coors Field, he is a 264 hitter, a 311 OBP, and a 673 OPS. So basically a below average league player. One might say Ronald Torres 
on the road. Jimmy, here's here's the more important information. And again, guys, th- something different things factor in to home and the road. Maybe he's just a guy that likes being home. He likes good home cooking. He likes a good gumbo. He went to LSU. Go Tigers. You know, De- Denver's known for their gumbo. Denver's known for a gumbo. Actually, a lot of green chili. Don't love it. Anyways, Jimmy, I think the more important thing that's a fact or stat or do whatever you want with it, Jimmy, this guy is the back-to-back National League Gold Glove winner at second base. So where does that leave him? Is he our starting second baseman and Glaber's playing shortstop and Tulo is like the utility guy? Is LeMahieu going to – are they going to try and put him at first base and make LeMahieu the utility guy because he's a good glove? If you can pick it at sh- at second, maybe you can play first, and you can you can probably definitely play first if you can play second, I would think, and then you can maybe – like they try him out at third. He's only played – uh, I don't know, like 60 games. We have someone just just 41. Just in the chat games. said 60 games, not at second base. So where's he playing? Uh, 41 games at third, one game or four games at first, four games at shortstop. Jimmy, I, I think he's the second baseman. And the, the thing here that I, I, I don't want to say I've been preaching because I haven't been preaching but the wild card throughout the duration of all of this has been Glaber Torres. How many times have you heard me say, I, I, I mean, kind of throwing it out there just as a, as a Hail Mary, but what if on that five-year Brian Cashman board, Glaber Torres is their starting shortstop? Yeah, okay, I mean, so... We, we haven't known from the start what Brian Cashman's full plan with Glaber is. He, he came into the last year, we didn't know if he was going to play second or third. We assumed second. Until um, spring training, yeah. Once spring training he, happened, then we knew. He played shortstop throughout in the minor leagues. I, I think right now you'd have to factor in DJ LeMahieu as the starting second baseman for the New York Yankees. He, he doesn't have a track record anywhere else in the infield. He's won the gold glove the past two years there. All right, well, this might break your heart, but Mark Feinstein just, just tweeted out. He tweeted out, Yankees plan to use DJ all around the infield, first base, second base, third base, per source. They view him as a versatile, everyday player who gives them options. If Troy Tulowitzki needs a date or gets hurt, they can move Glaber to short and plug DJ. So DJ is now playing the Neil Walker role, way more expensive, $12 million a year for two years. What was Walker? One, one, uh, one year for 10, 14 mil? One year for four. Jimmy, don't, don't believe shit anymore. I like We're fine, at that point. But I like Feinstein. I think that he's... I'm sure that was told to him, but what, what can we believe? I don't know, but... I don't know what to talk about next. I think that I, th- I that makes more sense to me. I don't think that they're going to okay, switch to but labor. Jimmy, you're you're paying this utility infielder twelve million dollars, which you as you just mentioned, we played we paid Neil Walker four million last year, four million dollars. Jimmy, when when you're playing DJ LeMayhew, does it make sense to start him at first over Voight and Bird to start off? No, no, you need to see what those guys have. Does it make sense to start him over Glaber at second? Maybe. He's a gold glove second baseman. Okay, so now we're between Troy Tulowitzki and DJ LeMayhew at shortstop? That was the answer? I just don't know, man. I really don't. I don't know if I love this move. I'm so intrigued by it. It helps. It. it who? You're telling me a guy that's played... Four total innings at shortstop in his major league career, or Troy Tulowitzki, who's been made out of glass for the past half decade. Those are the guys we're expected to see at shortstop uh, up until Didi comes back, which could be no, no, June, no. July. I mean, you, you can move Glaber to short and D- DJ to second, but then that leaves Tulo out. That makes the most. And sense now we've to got me. now we've got Glaber and Andujar as the left side of our infield. I'm yeah. just not buying it. I'm sorry. So what do you think's happening? Man, I don't know. I, I, I truly don't know. I know that's honest. I know that's not what people want to hear. I think if, if DJ LeMahieu is on the field this year, I want him at second base. I'd rather, I'd rather have a gold glove second baseman and you say, all right, that's taken care of. The, guy, the guy's second base numbers are impressive, Jimmy. His, 
Some of the advanced stats, he's been number one in fielding percentage, in range factor, uh, total zone runs as a second baseman, double plays turned as a second baseman. Like, if, I, if this guy's going to be on the field for me, put him at second base and tell me there's a chance that Glaber Torres is my shortstop for the future. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I, if he's so good at second, he can probably play third and first. And if, if like, Neil Walker never played really third before, played, like, two innings, and then we were so I mean, happy with his D at third, there's ways we can find DJ LeMayu on other places in the infield, and I'm not upset about it. Right. I mean, uh, is, is there a chance we see whoever's at first, <sighs> Glaber, Tulo, and LeMayu at third? I think so. And, I mean, I'm not mad about that, but then what's that mean? Does that mean Anduhar's DHing? Does that mean he's not playing? Where's Giancarlo? Is Giancarlo in left? I mean, just a lot of questions, man. And, I mean, are... <laughs> I don't know. Are we completely out on Manny Machado? Is there a trade out there for Anduhar? Have we been, have we been Trojan horsing? That's not the right term. But have we just been playing dumb with Harper this whole time? I, I just need to know... Is there a giant move next, or is this it? Yeah, well, who knows? I mean, if we get Machado, which I think we're out on Machado now, and I'll wait to see what the – there's still ways we're out on Machado, and I'm still fine with it. Um, uh, Garabedian just said, according to Jack Curry, DJ will get playing time at first, so that's interesting to me. I think I think DJ's roving. I think you're going to put his bat in the lineup – and I think he's going to be a rover. I think he's going to get a lot of times. But it's interesting. Glaber's defense was all mental lapses, like his bad defense. So he can be a good second baseman. It was his first year playing second. So I don't think they're just going to punt on that. Uh, I don't know really. Uh, I don't know, man. This is interesting. This is a, interesting. It, it, he's an all-star. He's a gold glover. He's a contact hitter. And he's a lefty. So he checks off boxes we needed for sure. He's not a lefty. Oh, he's a contact hitter. He's a righty, yeah. Yeah. He's a slap hit and righty. So he he's checks a stretched out toe. Stretched a better toe. So it it but he's a contact hitter and he's a utility infielder. Cause like River Ave Blues wrote an article saying our bench is weird right now. You know who this is really bad for? Either Bird or Voigt, one of them. Because they're both not gonna be on the roster, twenty five man. It's impossible to have both of them on the roster if you have LeMay who you plan on being a backup first baseman. I mean, Jimmy, let's be honest. They don't care about the lefty stuff. Like, I, and, and I get it to a degree because the numbers don't live there. But at the same time, like, that was an identity of the good Yank 90s Yankees teams. They'd go left, right, switch throughout the lineup. I mean, how could you not let Luke Voigt be your major league first baseman after what he did? I mean, does this mean that they're planning on having Greg Bird start in AAA? I don't know. I don't know, man. This. But do you agree it's bad for either Voight or Bird? Voight, Bird, and LeMahieu, all three of them, aren't going to be on the 25-man roster when they break camp. It doesn't really make sense now. I think to a degree. I mean, I think you could have said that anyways. Well, I, I think I, it would have been risky. They'd done it before with just two first-base-only players with Carter I mean, I and think, Bird. I think baseball's just out on that now. I don't yeah, think you, you can. You got to play. Well, Bird was playing third base in uh, the the playoffs and during batting practice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I I don't think the outlook changes because I think first base was either first base was either Voit or Bird, and then like if one of them gets hurt, I don't think the answer is DJ Lemayhu. I think the answer is the other one is on the team. Um. I don't. I don't know, man. Is <laughs> is this the last move of the offseason, or is this the first move of the offseason? Yeah, that's the, mo that's the most interesting question. All right, we have a couple voicemails. I'm going to go to them. And we're a little scared about this, but if you want to call in, and I'll answer live, 908-845-5792. For like the next 30 minutes, I may do that if it's possible. Okay? So here we got first voicemail, though. Hey, what's up, Sam from the Jersey Shore? Um, Sam is calling from his office. <laughs> he is whispering. It's funny. Mike move. Don't really know too much about him. Rupert Bode is here in the show. Uh, kind of an American League bias. 
I think it was just a depth move. The team won 100 games. I don't think I really want him to try to, but I think you could do without him if you don't want to spend $300 million on him. I think Tulo, a combination of Tulo and Lamechu, I think, should get us back to the playoffs and hold this until the he comes back. I don't know what you guys think. <laughs> Did you hear that? Was that a flush? <laughs> that was is a, that a toilet call? That was a flush. <laughs> Sam from the Jersey Shore just called in from the bathroom at his office, and either the automated flush got him or the stall next to him flushed. But he was basically saying what we he if he said they didn't want to pay for the money for Machado or they're going to miss out, then this is fine. Him and Tulo can split. Tulo's going to get hurt, and then you can move Glaber. But that is an all-time call from Sam from the Jersey Shore, <laughs> the flush in the background. Yeah. All right. Strong. We got Ryan from South Florida calling in. Guys, what is going on? This is my initial reaction. All right, hold on. We got a call live. I can't Ready, Jake? What's up, Jake? You're on Talking Yanks. Hey, John Boy. What's going on? How you doing? I'm good. So what are we thinking of the DJ trade? I haven't seen the start of your video yet. What are you thinking? You like it? I mean, I think it's got to mean Cashman's got something up his sleeve. This isn't just a singular move. There's got to be a secondary move coming. All right. That's what that's what we're wondering. It's the first move or the last move? What's your guess? First or last? Then I'm going to hang up. It's got to be the first. All right. I like that. Optimistic. Thanks for calling, man. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye. First live call ever. Let's go back to Jake. Uh, Sam, Ryan. Let it all pronounce it. Let it all type it on Twitter. It's Ryan from South Florida calling again, and my blood is boiling. I just want to leave it like this. We were going to get Machado and move Andujar. Now we got DJ LeMayhew and Tula Whiskey, and we're still going to move Andujar. Are these two going to push Andujar out of the infield? I just don't understand the reasoning. Another righty bat. Here we go, Jake. What's up, Connor? You're on Talking Yanks. What do you got on DJ? Hey, so what I'm thinking is we really are sticking with Andujar. Do you think Cashman, all of them are going, hey, we like this guy defensively? I personally think it's the last move, but what do you guys think? We're, I, I'm, I think we're both hoping it's the first move and there's more to come. But if it's the last, I'm so confused at how it's going to play out. Okay, sure. Unlike uh, Sam, I'm actually in school right now. I got to go into class, but thanks for answering. Thanks for calling. See ya. What's up? You're on Talking Yanks. What do you got on DJ? Hey, uh, first I want to say I love the show. This is Andy. Um, I've called in a few times, and I, I like DJ. I think he's a good player. He's, um, he can play all over. Probably takes the Yankees out of Machado, but I'm excited. Where do you, where do you have him playing? Um, honestly, I'd rather start him over to Lewitsky, to be honest. At short? I think he's Glaber a better hitter. I would move Glaber to short. I would put, uh, um, put Tulewitzki at second. So, I mean, that's what I would like to do. And uh, I think he's an overall better player than him. I mean, one's four years older, and uh, LeMahieu at least played last year. So, that's how I look at it. So, wait, you, you want LeMahieu at second, Glaber at short? Yeah. Too low on the bench. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm going to ask Jake what he thinks. Thanks. Jake, that's, that makes sense to me, the most sense. Glaber at short, LeMahieu at second? Yeah, because I don't think you but can again, count. But again, that just goes against the report you just told me. That the fine sand, the utility, too low at short. Yeah, I know it goes. So I'm not saying that's what I think they're going to do, but that would make the most sense to me is, is you can't count on too low. Too low was signed to the minimum contract. DJ LeMahieu was given two years, $12 million per. We're seeing LeMahieu on the field more than Troy Tulowitzki, and if it's going to be that way, you're putting DJ LeMahieu at second base. He's a gold glover. I agree. I, that, I, I agree, but that's not what their reports are saying, so it's interesting. Now, do you have any thoughts on why the Rockies would let DJ slip but pick up Daniel Murphy? Who suppose, their bats are, are pretty similar, especially in, in Colorado, right? Like, the, his, uh, his bat hasn't been a problem, and DJ is a gold glover, and Daniel Murphy is a butcher with a glove. So why did – it's the same contract, two years, $24 million. Why would the Rockies pass on 
Well, I, I think Daniel Murphy can do a lot more with the bat. We, we, dude, I, I just gave you LeMahieu splits on the road. He's Ronald Torres. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's not being sarcastic. But I'm, talking, but I'm talking about Colorado bringing him back to Colorado. He's still putting up good years in that ballpark. Right, but on the road, I'm tell- I mean, Daniel Murphy, this guy was in MVP consideration. This guy finished second in the MVP in 2016. Daniel Murphy can rake when he's right. Last year was an injury year, and maybe he's on the downslope. Maybe that was his age, 33. Maybe he's coming down. But they took a chance on Daniel Murphy, who's a guy that if, he has, if he's back to himself at Coors, I mean, he's a 900 OPS guy. Um, so I, and I, don't, I hate Daniel Murphy defensively. I don't think the Rockies should play him at second base. They're, this offseason was the free agency of second base. It was Lowry, LeMahieu, Murphy. Um, there's a few other guys that haven't been signed. Who knows where you want to play Marwin Gonzalez? Um, I, I just think Murphy's upside as a hitter is so much greater, uh, than what you'd expect from LeMahieu. Defensively is a whole nother thing. I, if, for my rocks, I'd love to see LeMahieu at first base or excuse me, Murphy at first base. Um, so in your dream of dream scenarios, for the rest, if this is the first move and not the last, in your dream of dreams, do you have them signing Machado and trading Andujar for a pitcher? Do you have them rolling with the Tulo, Glaber, LeMahieu rotation up the middle and signing Harper? What's your dream of dreams? Like, highest hopes any non-Yankees fans listens and goes, dude, shut the fuck up. Okay. I would say... I'm, I'm going to go highest and most reasonable. My highest of hopes is that they've been playing dumb on Harper this whole time. They go out, they get him. And then I guess it would be what? You flip You flip Clint Frazier and Andujar and go get Kluber? Then you have a roster with Harper, Hicks, Judge, Stanton... And uh, who's and well, who's playing third then? Glaber at third, Tulo at short. I mean, LeMahieu you've got at- bodies at this point. You put Glaber, Lemayhu, Glaber, Lemayhu, Tulo. You can mix them around till Dee gets back. If you want to mix in Tyler Wade, if you get Harper, I mean, we're just we're new episode of talking defense. Like, who cares if if we're going if we're going Hicksy, Judge, Harper, Stanton. Uh, Giancarlo, Glaber, Gary, with some, some form, Gary, with some mix of Tulo, LeMahieu, Tyler Wade. I don't give a shit at that point. Let Tyler Wade just field it and run around when he gets on base. I mean, at that point, you have, uh, I mean, an unmatched Death Star lineup. Um, so I mean that. I mean that's that's the final question. That would be the walk away here. Are we making Death Star moves? Or are we not making Death Star moves? I mean, what what's your dream? I still I still like Harper, and I and the the they've been so out on him that it makes me seem like they're in, and I, but I I'm like split fifty fifty. So I can tell myself, no, dude, they're out. Like they've been out. It's gonna be out. He's gonna go back to the Nationals. Blah blah. And then I can be like, oh, but Cashman sneaky, Cashman sneaky. Um, if they get Harper. Uh, we have the same dream. We're on the same wa- same wavelength. If I, I mean, if they just get Harper, and then it's Machado, Tulo, Glaber, Lemayhu, Voit, with a Harper, you know, then I'm fine with the bench of. If they get Harper, it would be a bench of Gardy, Romine, and Lemayhu slash Tulo, and I'm and I'm fine. But then they then if you have Harper for a lot of years, flip Clint. Right, right. If if do you think that has to? If they get Harper, you got to flip Clint. Yeah, because then he's he's completely blocked. And Un- unless there's some dream world that they think Clint Frazier could be a center fielder one day. No, Clint dude, Frazier's his defense is blocked. terrible. Jimmy, I'm saying the scenario. I didn't <laughs> dream say world. I believe in that. Um, I mean that that would be the only reason. I uh. I don't know, man. I I mean, are are there Death Star moves? Is it flip Sonny Gray and Ellsbury to get off of Ellsbury's money? Is there 
Clint Frazier and Andujar on the move, or, or you know, to get someone. I don't know, man. I just, I just know right now. And again, guys, this I think last when when we talked to Joe's, I think we said we're about fifty percent of the way through the off season. Mm-hmm. This move brings us up to what sixty percent? <laughs> yeah. It, it either br- it either brings us to sixty percent or a hundred percent. And the the hundred percent thought that is scary to me, Jim, is that our best lineup, our best lineup would have the left side of our infield being Glaber Torres and Miguel Andujar. And I don't think that's a formula for success with a lot of our pitchers. So what's your lineup right now, one through nine, with the team we have right now? Best lineup, one through nine, would be... Uh, I won't do pitchers, obviously, but uh, it would be Gary. I mean, do I have to pick Bird or Voight? I'm going to pick No, Voight no, one now. through nine, batting order. Not defensive oh, batting order. Okay. Um, I mean, they're going to go Hicksie up top, and I'm I'm not going to do that that war today. We'll save that for spring training. Hicks, Hicksie leadoff. Judge. You're going Judge too. <laughs> um, Stan, right? There's nothing to split him up without Didi. Which that changes everything. Then I I probably then go Glaber one. I go Judge two. I go Hicks three, which drives me nuts. I go Stanton four. I go Gary five. Anduhar six. Anduhar, Voight, and then who am I left with? I'm left with what? Gardy? Yeah, Gardy. So Gardy probably bats last. And I, whoever's at, or LeMahieu. So yeah, LeMahieu Gardy. Okay. Who, what's yours? It's the same conundrum. I think I'd just go Hicks, Judge, Stanton. It's just all righties. It's, it's really weird. Man, I just... If the only lefties are Hicks and Gardy, you can't just go one lefty and then seven righties and then Gardy. So if Hicks and Gardy are the only lefties in the lineup, you have to go Glaber leadoff. Or 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 Guardy leadoff, but Glaber makes more sense. Then Judge, that's two righties, but then Hicks is three, which is fucking weird as hell. I don't think they do this. They might though. They love the switches. Then Stanton. And then you have one, two, three, four. Then your five through seven is Gary, Anduhar, and Glaber. Or Gary, Anduhar, and Voigt. And I don't care which order those go in. Whatever who's ever feeling yeah. better. And then, and then Lemayhu slash Tulo and Gardy nine. It's really weird. It's a really weird lineup right now. It, it, it there's not a ton of balance, and it's they it's could Jimmy, do. I, I I didn't believe it coming into last year, but man, I I you you can't bat Judge and Stanton back to back for a long period of time. So I so then just, they could do Gardy first, then Judge, then Hicks. Then Stanton, and then leave Glaber, yeah. but then then you have, it's really weird. It's a really weird lineup to try and make right now. It's a lot of good hitters. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about the nine yeah. guys that are swinging the stick. I'm just saying that orchestrated in an order is kind of weird right now. That's why I think it's the first move. I think it's. I think this is a first chip. I think they were waiting on Machado for so long, right? And Machado right. and the were touring around, and they knew they weren't really in, but they didn't want to. They didn't want to do anything else until it was final. And maybe this was like, "Fuck it, we're moving on. We have so many other pieces we want to do." That's what I'm hoping. That's an optimistic spin. And what? What if? And again, like we could all still be pawns. What if? What if this is just another screw it negotiating chip by Cashman? What? What if? Death Star things are really happening. They're trying to get Machado at the price they want to get Machado. And guys, at the end of the day, think about how much we're currently in our heads banking on Troy Tulowitzki from a couple quotes. He's Ellsbury. He is the infielder Jacoby Ellsbury version. And because we saw a couple quotes that, well, he's going to play shortstop for the Yankees. Guys, this guy could be gone and it's 500K out the window. Who gives a shit? They yeah. could still sign Machado. Troy's out of town. LeMay Hughes, the versatility guy, and we're kind of excited, right? We'd be ecstatic. 
there's so many things that can still happen. That's why guys are still jumping down throats on Twitter. Like, let's just wait. And, like, you can still be right. Like, some someone someone came at me and he's like, oh, remember when you told me to calm down about the Yankees not signing anyone? Where'd Machado sign? Who's Harper signed with? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. So what are we doing? I'm fine. I'm happy, dude. I'm happy to have news. I'm confused by it. I don't really know my thoughts on it. I don't know the end game. I think that uh, everyone's guessing how this is going to, what's happening right now. Is this the first move? Is this the last move? Where does he play? How does this fit in? The information we're being told is that he's going to rove around and they're still counting on Tulo to be the shortstop. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't make any sense at all. I think this is backup. If Tulo gets hurt, boom. Glaber slides over and LeMay who's your second baseman. So I think we have the inedible Tulo injury. We're insured by that now. But I don't know that if Tulo's healthy and hitting decently, which is a big if. I don't know how this plays out. It's an Ellsbury if. That's that's me saying Ellsbury's going to play the first half and he's going to play really good. Yeah, it's very much. If, if, very... if you're going to say something about Troy Tulowitzki going forward, say the same thing about Jacoby Ellsbury. How about how about that? Catch me outside. <laughs> Did someone just tweet at you? Someone just get you angry? I... Jimmy, I, I love the excitement of this. Like you. This is extremely exciting. Is it really scary if you fully talked yourself into Machado or you're on Team Machado? Absolutely. I mean, this looks like looks like a kill shot. But we know nothing yet. Sonny Gray's still on this team. Jacoby Ellsbury's still on this team. Clint Frazier's still on this team. Andujar's still on this team. I mean, this... There could still be a whole offseason ahead of us. Jimmy, if this is the end, it's kind of nuts, and I'll I'll let people be mad. You can be mad, but we don't know. Like, don't don't point at me and say, "Oh, Machado's not a Yankee." Yeah, he's not on any fucking team right now. <laughs> All right, let's take a voicemail real quick. Talking Yanks, what's up? This is Zach from Salt Lake. Uh, I think you were out here, John Boy, this last summer. I remember commenting on your post. Anyways, uh, about the uh, DJ LeMahieu signing, um, mixed thoughts. First thought, initial thought is, honestly, I think people are pretty mad because they think this means Machado is out. It does not mean Machado is out. It really just gives us another backup option um, to kind of just sprinkle through the infills. uh, Neil Walker, Tyler Wade upgrade, I think. And, yeah, again, I don't think it means the Machado sweepstakes are over. So uh, that's one thought. Defense is incredible. Hit, uh, I think, above 270. So, I mean, pretty good. So I think he's a great addition. It wasn't that uh, – it didn't seem like it was that expensive two-year deal. Uh, so, I mean, obviously a decent move for the Yankees. Not stoked uh, because, you know, not thrilled overall if we don't end up with Machado. But I think it's a, a decent move. And, yeah, those are my thoughts. Jake sucks. Uh, just kidding. Love you both. And go Yanks. Just kidding. He loves us both. So, yeah, I mean, that's what you're saying. It doesn't really mean anything. If you came to this episode of Talking Yanks to find conclusive answers to, like, what this signing means, I'm sorry we don't have them because we're a little baffled by it. But this is fresh. This is like a one-hour-in reaction. Here's something that came my way, Jake, that I think is interesting. Paxton hasn't had his press conference yet. And do you think it would be awesome if, like, every signing just had their press conference together? Like, they're just waiting for a group press conference? It's going to be, like, Tulowitzki, Paxton, LeMahieu, Machado, all at the table together. And Cash is just going to be like, this is what I did. There's a chance. I mean, there could still be the full Death Star thing. And I don't know. I'm I'm sorry to everyone if I got a little yelly before, but it, it's exciting stuff. Um, and I mean, will... nobody's talking about the fact that we signed Drew Hutchinson and Matt Lipka to spring training invites today. So what's your, what's your Death Star look like? Drew Hutchinson a lot. We did get Jimmy, uh, I, I, s- someone. I, tr- what's that? I've got one for you. Okay. Five hundred doll hairs. Oh yeah, your own money out of your bank account. 
Uh-huh. You have to put it you have to put it down on the table in the next 2 minutes. Mhm. Do the Yankees sign Bryce Harper or Manny Machado? If I'm betting, you're betting. $500? I should have just went gun to your head. Should've why just, did I get rid of that? You should have just put your gun to my head. You're a pussy though. I'm a puss. No. Okay. Uh, I'm betting no. I'm not. I'm not happy with the bet. Yeah. But um, what are you doing? Let me put my gun to I'm your gonna, fucking I, brain. I, I, I'm gonna bet yes, man. I. We've waited so long for this off season. You've got two all-time free agents out there. You've got a team that's built for a championship run. If right now the outfield situation hasn't changed, and I haven't been on Harper all along, so I'm not gonna let that affect anything. And then right now you're telling me that the difference between between signing Manny Machado is signing DJ LeMay is signing the 2015 Rockies middle infield Troy Tulowitzki and DJ LeMayhew. I'm gonna call bullspit. I'm I'm just sorry. It, Troy Tulowitzki is nothing right now. He's a lowest risk with some reward asset. He could be gone tomorrow, and who? Who gives a damn? Um, I I just think, and this is coming from the heart, Jim, and it, it could be shattered, but I don't think they're out on either of them. I think one of them ends up in pinstripes. Okay. That is your big, bold take of the day. I don't know if it's a bold big, take. Big, bold take of the day. I don't B-B-T-O-D. know. BBTOD. BBTOD. Uh, BBTOD. You want to do another voicemail? Yeah, sure. Let's hear what uh, Magic Sam has to say. What up, boys? It's Orlando Magic Sam calling about the DJ LeMay future uh, signing. I really like it. People are going to lose their minds because it's not Manny Machado. But the dude hits for average. He's a great defender, versatile around the infield. Uh, and he seems like you're getting him for a good value pick, which is what, what Cashman's been priding himself on lately. Um, and then you look at Paxton, Britton, Hat, Lemayhew. You're having a good off season. People are gonna freak out because it's not the big star, but I really like the move. Curious to see what you guys think. Jake sucks. Go Magic. If this is the last move, I don't know if it's a. I don't know if it's. A, I don't know if I'm happy with the off season. I'm kind of confused by it. Yeah, we're not. I mean, let's, well, but let's that's be not to say that I don't think the Yankees have a really good team that can contend in 2000. Like right now, we're I think our team can easily win 100 games. I think like I wouldn't oh, yeah. bet it because that's a lot of games, but I think we're better than last year's team as we are right now. So that means it's a good off season. But I I still think it's kind of weird and still wanted more. Yeah, I think I think uh, Mike X is a, a River Ave Blues fame, and now he's what Yahoo. Yeah. He he just summed it up pretty good. He said the Yankees have a lot of talent and will win a lot of games in the coming years. Still feels like they're really missing a chance to become the team this offseason. Yeah, that's good job. That's why he's the paid writer and we're we're just talk. We're buffoons. Um uh, some well someone tweeted in uh dude a Nicoli. Nicole Nicola? I don't know. Nicola. Well, he tweeted in that judges' home and away splits are the same as Lemayhu's. So, yeah. So if Lemayhu if Lemayhu comes to the Yankees and hits for the same home and away splits he's been hitting, we'd still be happy because at the end of the day, it's good numbers, right? Yeah, I mean, Coors Field is Coors Field. It's 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 on a different level. Yes, um, I agree. But if it if maybe it translates. I, that, I mean, that's what I said. I, I said, you know, DJ LeMahieu enjoys his home-cooked gumbo, but there's a lot of players that play better at home than the road. I mean, that's that just is what it is. Yeah, they um, don't like those hotel beds. Who does? I Actually, every now and then you find one and you're like, all right. All right, here's a voicemail that's only 40 seconds. If it's over a minute, I'm not playing it right now. Sure. Hey, guys, this is Zach from Pennsylvania. Um, I like the DJ LeMahieu signing. I don't know what that does to the infield, but I want to ask you guys about something that originally my my dad actually brought up to me before I started seeing it gain traction on Yankees Twitter. Building out for 
uh, Arenado in 2020 when he becomes a free agent. And that's really weird to me, and I don't understand, because why are we thinking about 2020 when I thought we were I think the, the gist of what he's saying is that his dad said they're going to hold out for Arenado in 2020, but that's weird because why would you look ahead when this is the offseason? I don't really like that line of thinking. I think we talked about that with Joe. It's like, this is the year. This is the offseason. Let's not hold out anymore. Yeah. And and we're going to see more two-year deals because that gets them under the tax again in three years when they want to go back under. They're definitely over the tax now. And I know baseball is a team sport and there's some quirks sometimes, but we're really running out the 2015 Rockies infield that won 68 games. I I, I don't know. I, I don't think that's been Cashman's secret plan this whole time. Well, um, plus... Judge Stanton, Gary Glaber, Andujar Hicks. Do you do you think this pushes you even one percent in the direction of thinking Miguel Andujar could be a first baseman? No, no. I think I think if anything, Lemayhu would go to the first. Okay, but that would be stupid. I don't know. I don't well, know. What I I guess just running through more Death Star moves. What if Andujar slides to first? Bird and Voight, figure something out for yourselves, and you still sign Machado. Now, if you're, if you're telling me I've got Machado at third and I've got the middle infield options of Tulo, Glaber, and LeMahieu for half the year, I'll roll with that. Let's see what you got, boys. And you got Andy Glaber. Hart first. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I believe in that. I'm just saying that's <laughs> – I'm trying to think with Death Star moves right Close now. Close your and eyes. Close your eyes. And picture Miguel Andujar playing first base and stretching for a ball and picking it. I can't do it. Yeah. It's a weird image. I can't do it. I mean, the, and I know you're not supposed to worry about it from your first baseman, but I just picture every ground ball double play ending up in Monument Park. Why can't I picture Andujar Glaber? fields it, he throws to short, and there goes Guardy after it. <laughs> is Andujar, is it just the body type? Like, does Andujar just not have the body type of a first baseman? Uh, a little bit. Um, I think that I this, know, I think this is the worst news about this trade. Some people would say it's Machado. I think the worst news of this trade is for Bird and Voight to find out about it because there was a chance they broke spring with both of them as the platoon first baseman, righty, lefty. There's zero chance, I believe, that both of them break spring. And I would put it at probably like 40% chance before. Now it's zero, I think. One of them is starting the season in AAA. I don't know. I didn't really believe in that before just because Yanks keep three bench hitters, right? Yeah. So one's going to be Romine. Mm-hmm. And then if you double up on the first basemans, who would be the util? You're going to roll no backup outfielder? That's what they did a lot of last year in 2017. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess there's a chance. Hey, LeMayu, you you, yeah, you haven't played short or third. How about some left field, babe? Well, how about my, um, my over-under Tulo starting two games in right field? Yeah, maybe that comes into play. I mean, um, last year it was Voight, Bird, so one of them, Romine, and then Walker, who played right field, third base, and he never right. played right field before. So they the, the Yankees have a history of doing that. Yeah. What, um... I don't know. Do you have any more calls? I, I was going to say, I, I, I know this is a little round, but I was going to say, what would be your three biggest takeaways from this? One, I'm confused. Right. Two, I kind of like it. More players that are professional players on the team that we can work around. Three, I'm confused. I hope there's another move coming. That's I think that's the, this is the first or last. You said that. I think we've said it a bunch now, and I hope it's the first. That's that that was gonna be my first my first biggest takeaway is this this is either the first of like three big moves, or this is it, which is pretty wild to think about. Two, I would say be careful on Twitter if you believe that true Troy Tulowitzki the infield version of Ellsbury is going to be more of a factor on this team than DJ LeMahieu, who they gave a two year, $24 million deal with. I would, I would, I would think about that long and hard. 
And, man, I really do think my three is, what does this really change about Machado or Harper signing with the Yanks? I think it means they're out of Machado. I understand it doesn't. I understand you can't, like, definitely say that because they can still sign Machado. I think this right. leans that they're out of Machado. I I think you're right to a degree, but let, let's change the order of the signings here, okay? Let's... So let's say the Yankees had signed DJ LeMahieu, and we'd be saying, well, shoot, I don't know. LeMahieu's got a good glove at second. They're saying he's going to be versatile. We'd be, we'd be saying a lot of the same stuff we just said. If LeMahieu signed first, and then they signed Troy Tulowitzki today, I don't think we'd be saying they're out on Machado. Does that make any sense? Um, yeah, it does. If they signed LeMahieu first, yeah, then trying Troy... Yeah, that's actually a really interesting way to put it. But they signed Troy first to solidify in people's brains that he's going to be the shortstop, which is what um, uh, Joe said. It was like they did this just to just to mess with the Yankee fans' brains so they can get that message across. Yo, let's be honest. The whole Machado stuff got weird, officially weird, the night of New Year's when he followed the Yes Network, he unfollowed, and then they signed Troy Tulowitzki. The whole thing has been bizarre since then. Yeah. Didn't Machado's agent say he was going to sign first week of the new year? January 11th, Jim. Yeah. The whole thing's bizarre. Yeah. Do would you rather um I'm getting seeing tweets now about uh they messed up not getting Lowry and getting LeMahieu instead. It depends the roles, man. I mean, I, I really like Jed Lowry. A switch hitter. Um, he's had his two best seasons his last two years. He's he's better served at second base and third base. I'd say right now, right now I would say yes, but there's still a chance like there's a lot more coming. <laughs> so I right now I'll say yes, depending how the postseason plays out, I'll say not not sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think that's all we got. What, we would, got, what we, would you say? I think like DJ LeMay never won a gold glove. He's, we got a premier defensive player and, and yet, and we needed yeah. a defensive player. Uh, switch hitter is nice for Jed. Um, I don't care. Like I don't, I don't care enough to right. be angry about that. They're very similar. So I don't care. Is that, is that, am I allowed to say that? Like, okay. Yeah, you're you're allowed. To I think say if that we I, got it, Jed Lowry and people were like, we should have got Lemayhu instead. He was like a couple million cheaper. I'd say the same thing. Like I don't, I don't care. Right, right. Same, same. I think it it is one of those weird subconscious things, though. Like say say they did like Guardian left and the lineup you said, Guardy, Judge, Hicks, Stanton, Gary, Do, and then maybe you throw you know, Jed Lowry in there and then whoever's at first and then Glaber. <laughs> it's it's weird that it shouldn't matter at all lineup wise, but it does feel different. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what the lineup would be. I think I think there's more moves coming. Because I'm excited yeah. about it. It was fun to get you'd, news. You'd, it was fun to look at my phone th- and get news. You'd have to think so, right, man? If there's not, if this is it, if this is Done. Guardy's the left fielder or Clint. Like even if even if they sign Adovino, like still weird. Still weird. Well, the the death chart in the infield is bizarre. It's utterly bizarre right now. Because they're trying to sell it as Andy Hart's the third baseman, Tulowitzki's a shortstop, Glaber is the second baseman, Voigt or Bird are the first baseman, and Lemay, who's roving infield super utility, but like. That feels forced because anyone with a brain would say LeMayu has to be depended on more than Tulowitzki. So I don't understand the message the Yankees are trying to send saying Tulo's the guy and LeMayu's the rover. Because like you said, that's like telling us Ellsbury's going to be the starting left fielder. And I I mean, with where free agency's at, like LeMayu got a solid contract for what free agency is nowadays. So, I don't know, man. Right now, it's a little bizarre. I I think we're both hoping it's the first of three pretty cool moves. If not, maybe it's a they're hoping for a competition 
breeds excellence type situation, but I don't know, man. Yeah. It's it's weird stuff. Yep. I just constantly remind myself about like the guys we do have are good. Gary Glaber, Andrew Hart, Judge, Hicks. Like those are we have a solid foundation. So these ancillary parts, yeah, they could be absolutely great with a Machado or Harper. But even if we don't get them, we still have what six like bats other teams would love to have. Yeah, and I mean, could you can be disappointed slash mad in the DJ LeMayhew signing if they don't sign Manny Machado? Like, I'll give you that. Oh, of course but you can. He a Manny Machado can still be signed. B, I mean, hey, everyone wanted a contact hitter. DJ LeMayhew can do that. Um, and I don't know, man, maybe, maybe this ties into my revolution. I've talked about where you're going to see all these guys do Neil Walker stuff where now that defensive positioning is so valued, you could throw a Neil Walker, or DJ LeMayhew in right field. Maybe DJ LeMayhew, we talked, he's only played four innings at shortstop. He's played four innings at third or first base. Excuse me. Um, you know, maybe a lot of these veteran guys now are going to play multiple positions because now the position. The actual shifts in that stuff is more more important. I don't know, man. Yeah. All right, well, that's this. That's the end of this uh, emergency episode. Thank you for tuning in. If we had any first-time viewers, you heard the first time we ever took calls live on air. That was a bit yeah. weird. It was exciting. I don't know how, to, how it works going forward. don't think it's going to happen that often. We'll see. We'll see. We need that. We, pa- we really thanks, need it. Thanks. What's that? Thanks, Patreon. <laughs> Thanks, Patreon. And if you're not on Patreon, do that. And if, if yeah. that was too much excitement for you, I'm sorry. But a lot spinning up here right now. Normally not much spinning in my brain. Lots spinning right now. Yep. So if you want to enjoy these live on air, join the live chat with us. We've, the live chat's been somewhat active today. We had uh, a good amount of people watching live on YouTube before it gets edited and put on. And you want to call in and be part of that, join the Patreon patreon.com slash talking yanks two dollars a month gets you a bunch of perks live access and a chance to win two jerseys one via contest one being being a raffle we appreciate it this is an interesting move we'll see what happens next thank you for tuning in go yankees tell them grams go yankees